0: Hi, hello. Why don't we just start our intro again? Yeah, we basically, yeah. no one heard anything we were people saying. People can hear us now. Yes, people can hear us now. All right. Hi, hello,
1: yes. and welcome to episode <laughs> 165 of Gamespot After Dark. <laughs> uh, although it kind of should be called, it's episode three of the uh, Jake Jordan John Luke show. The three Js are here just once again, a second time, mm-hmm. even better. Coming at you <laughs> live in San Francisco, California, in the Gamespot office. That wow, won't be that the Gamespot office for beat soon. The intro. I try. I try my best, you know. (laughs) Uh, Joining me today is Jordan Ramey. How you doing? What up? What up?
2: Uh, I will just repeat the anxiety that I was feeling uh, at the start. Uh, Mm -hmm. Things are happening at GameSpot and like who knows what the future will hold. But for now, trying to be excited as we head into this somewhat uncertain future.
1: Yeah. Some of you may have seen that uh, GameSpot, along with a few other brands, were acquired by Fandom. Uh, Fortunately, they are pretty close to us. But we will get into some of that details in this episode, in case you're curious. We don't know a whole lot. Uh, we probably can't share some of the stuff, but we have some broad strokes we can share with you guys. At the very least, this show will
0: continue. Unfortunately,
1: you can't get rid of us forever. You can't get rid of us. <laughs> also, here is John Luke. How you doing?
0: Hi, I'm I'm doing all right. I'm good. Everything's <laughs> fine. This recording is going great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I. It was like I, I got to, I got a second try at it. You know. Um, yeah, I don't know why that happened. It's supposed to auto-switch our mics over. And I, I guess it just decided... Not today. Not today. You know, I'm not feeling it. And it's fair. It's a mood. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: <sighs> should we like talk about the fandom stuff right away, or should we talk about I think what we are get. playing?
0: I think we should get that out of the way. So it Probably,
1: yeah. Probably for, for those
0: sense. who aren't aware... Um, who don't keep up with like the news basically? Um, yeah, uh, as of Monday, it was officially announced that uh, fandom uh, had requ- had acquired uh, GameSpot, uh, along with uh, Giant Bomb, uh, GameFAQs, TV Guide, Metacritic and Metacritic, and I think
1: Comic Vine. There's, Comic some, there's Vine. some smaller stuff in there. Um,
0: they acquired them from Red Ventures, our previous parent company. Um, and yeah, like w- admittedly, we had just learned it ourselves that previous Friday. It's like a less than a week ago. So um, it was just as much of a quick turnaround, quick turnaround for us. Um, <laughs> I was on PTO. You were on PTO. I yeah, I'd, I'd, I, I, was, I texted Jake getting ready
1: to drive a couple hours. And then John Luke texted me. He was
2: like, "Hey, you should probably log in. And I was like, oh, God. And sure enough, that's what it was. Well, why would you phrase it in a way as if it's like, by the way, we're all getting fired? No, I didn't know, like, no. I, I didn't I, I, did. okay, I, did. okay, I, okay. I told him. I'm,
1: I'm dramatizing it for the, for the viewers. You got to make it
0: more exciting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it was very quick. Uh, it basically, like, we. They told us and then they were like, and you're all getting your your letters, uh, offer letters in like a few hours. Um, the good thing is that everyone got their offer letters. So there is no layoffs um, as of now, yeah. which is fantastic. That's good. It's like for some h-
2: people might choose to not. Sure. Continue, yes. Yes. Yeah. But, yes. but like, everyone
0: was offered yeah. the,
2: the opportunity, which
0: is good. That's more than you can say for most acquisitions of this sort. I mean, yes. when we got bought by RV, um, we had layoffs. It was a dark week. Yeah. Um, but other than that there isn't really too much we can say about it like it just happened we're just kind of going into all that we mm. we we've spent all day just getting like emails and of things to paperwork
1: the, the most important news the the, the best oh, part of this oh yes the best part we're back to Gmail. This is, yeah. this is very inside
0: it's baseball. It's been two years is, of hell. <laughs> but
1: at CBS, we were all on Gmail. And Look, I think anyone Red who's Ventures. ever worked a
0: corporate job knows the hell that is having to use the Microsoft suite of Outlook yeah. and, and Microsoft Teams and all that. So,
2: and the fact that Red Ventures was just not willing to budge on that—they're like, no, no, this is what we use so we're back
0: over to gmail baby yeah
1: top 10 gmail tips coming at you soon (laughs) we're gonna do an updated version
0: now that we got we got access to it again (laughs) but uh but yeah this this isn't gonna change anything about our you know the content we make or the stuff we do podcast is gonna go on the meantime we do eventually have to leave this office um but uh as you kind of mentioned our new office is like super close by Mm -hmm, which is cool we're gonna go check that out and who knows Ooh, you know, but, uh, yeah, we're hopeful they'll have a studio space. We can podcast in there. Um, I don't want to podcast remotely anymore.
2: I'm <laughs> so tired of John looks like I'm not going back.
0: I'm so tired of, of doing that for my, my room. We'll
1: make a studio in the office. If we have to, we'll set it up in the bathroom. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. We'll live from the bathroom. As opposed That'll be to just
2: <laughs> like finding the money to s- buy a separate space. You would just record in the bathroom.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, no, that would be ideal, but <laughs> 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 you know how it goes. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, there's um, got to be another way. <laughs> yeah. Th- like Jean-Luc said, there's there's still a lot we can't talk about. There's a lot we don't know. Uh, we, we have a lot of questions as well, but so far... Things seem to be going pretty smooth. Uh, I, we're excited to continue covering all of this stuff. I mean, as you know, I'm sure there are a lot of big, big games coming soon. I mean, this mm-hmm. month alone is nuts. November's nuts. December has some big releases. Oh, yeah. January, February. Wild. It's not going to stop. So we, <laughs> we got we, we got tons of stuff coming at you. What's oh, yeah. so. the
2: last time we had a December that had like as many big? releases what, uh, what's coming out in december because december so we have Callista protocol and need for speed just, uh, midnight just got midnight suns on the 2nd of december and then need, for, need for, speed for speed oh it did is in there too it was like december
0: 8th because last year was halo in december the yeah. campaign right
2: yeah. or, or was it end
0: of november i don't remember yeah. um <sighs> last one i remember like being it was like halo infinite because it was like We had to take Jordan. We had to take your word, Jordan, when we were in like Game of the Year debates that you're like, Like, it's good. (laughs) Campaign's pretty good. Uh, And then the other one was Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah. Because it was like that one. It's like right at the end of the year. I remember that one.
1: That was was a fun one to cover right at the end of the year. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Good times. Good times. Um, Mm. (laughs) One other thing I do want to point out, although I haven't seen you in the chat mention it. But one common misconception I've seen is a lot of people thought Fandom bought all of these companies separately. No. In case you don't know, uh, Red Ventures previously CBS already owned all, all of the, these companies yes. together, so they're buying the companies together. I mean, we've it, been a package deal for a we, long yeah, time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's not like fan by or, or Fandom's out here trying to uh, get a get a monopoly on games coverage. I mean, it, it, that's just that's just how it's been. Yeah, you, for you, like decades now for a very long it's, time it's, it's very
0: much a corporation thing of it's easier to like buy these brands and like groups rather than one at a time so yeah yeah
1: anyway that's the unexciting stuff we should probably move on to what we've been playing sure who wants to
0: start i can start i've been pl- checking out a a couple things um i have been playing a little game called plate up which is a uh i think it came out it's been in early access for a while, but it officially came out, I want to say in August. It's basically overcooked. Um Is it like hardcore overcooked though? I feel like I've heard about this it's, game. Uh I wouldn't say hardcore. It's it, like different core. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like it's like where uh, cause cause overcooked gets pretty tough, but what makes overcooked it kind of overcooked's whole vibe is is um specifically about like how fast you can just make those meals. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and there's so there's like a, a rhythm to it. And it's, you know, you're kind of like bouncing back and forth. And um, I would say when you play Overcooked, uh, because me and my girlfriend, we were like 100% at Overcooked. love that game. Uh, we would kind of get into this rhythm of just sort of like bouncing back and forth between tasks and be like, okay, I'm going to do this. You're going to do that. And, and um, mm-hmm. uh, you would, you'd you'd kind of do a little bit of everything in, yeah. in sort of what demanded it. Plate up is a little different where plate up is a roguelike version of overcooked, mm. where what you do is you, at the beginning, you pick um, from like three different options of like a blueprints for how your restaurant is uh, layout is. Okay. And then you pick what your main ingredient, like your main food is gonna be. So the beginning you just have steaks, and then you unlock salads as an option, and then you unlock pizza, and we just unlock burgers. And so you'll pick like, okay, we're gonna do pizza as like our main thing. And that's gonna end. So when you start on day one, it's like, okay, you just gotta make pizzas. That's all you gotta do. Pretty straightforward. Uh, But unlike Overcook, where you're like making stuff in a kitchen and then you just like throw it into that like, uh, like conveyor belt that like serves it to people. And it just kind of like goes to the customer (laughs) in some like void people walk into your restaurant and they like sit down and you have to also be a waiter oh, and damn. like order for them. <laughs> can so you hire people? No. So no. it's, it's all, it's again, like a, a four player thing where like you guys are working together or in our case oh, two I player. See, yeah. So
1: can so, someone can
0: basically role plays the waiter and then someone it's, can, that's, that's pretty exactly, cool. Exactly. you should yes. probably have
2: someone just be be. Yeah. The waiter, yes. So, so she
0: plays as the chef and I play as the waiter. And so it's like, you know, Person comes in and I'm like, hey, welcome to Pizza Guys. What do you want? And then they're like, I'd like a pizza and you're hey, like, that was all a right, better Mario voice than Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? It yeah, you know, that's hey, pretty good. I like Nintendo, that. Nintendo call me. Like we can just, you know, work something out. It, there's still time. Yeah. I could redo no, all sure, the Hey, they <laughs> changed
1: time. Sonic
0: it, entirely yeah, in nine sure. months. So you yeah, know we could do it. Swap you in there. Uh huh. Yeah, get me in there. Um you could also change the name of your restaurant, which is really fun. I will not say what we named some of our restaurants. Oh no.
1: Well now you have to say. <laughs> you don't have to. I don't even
0: remember. This is it was, was really what was it? Uh oh, uh it was um I think it was pizza these nuts. Was, okay, was, that's was pretty good. It was very Michael I think Yes, you very micro. Yeah, yeah. I was inspired <laughs> by by him. We did it. But so yeah, so like the person people come in, I'm taking the orders, she's making the orders, and then it also has the thing where like, oh, you have to like clean dishes and stuff like that. And it gets really hectic where um as each time you complete a day, it's like a roguelike where they add a new thing to it. So they'll be like, okay, um, do you want to pick between these two things? Where one is like, oh, um, customers will know what they want faster. And the uh, that, that'll make it like more, you have more pressure now to like fulfill those orders quicker. You don't have as much time versus, hey, now you can have like a side dish of like some mashed potatoes and people might ask that. So it's it, there's a little bit of like, do you give more tasks to the waiter versus do you give more tasks mm. to the, the chef? And it'll be like, okay, I'm feeling pretty good. That was pretty easy for me. Why don't we give uh, me more tasks this time? Cause you seem pretty busy in the kitchen. So do you like, it sounds like you,
2: wild. <laughs>
0: you, you organically
1: divide up work. It's not yes. like, here's a menu, pick your role. It's, no, it's, no, no, no. It's, okay. it's
0: very much like- Is it first person? No, no, no. It's 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 uh it, it looks exactly like Overcooked oh, okay, in terms okay. of like that kind of like top down. Almost exactly. Yes. Like yeah, Overcooked, I think Mary, I, yes. friend I think of the Overcooked. show, Mary
1: Kish, told me about this game at one point, point. Yeah. and it seemed cool. But I heard the roguelite stuff, and I was like, it also
0: seems hard, so I pass. <laughs> I actually really like. I we were not sure about it because George was like, I don't like roguelikes, but I love Overcooked, and we're like, let's give it a try. Couple couple times in, once we started to like get the rhythm of it, we're like, we're we're addicted. We're into mm. this. Let's go. The the cool thing is that um, it's like you have this prep time beforehand where you can change, like, the layout of your kitchen. So you can completely rearrange how everything is organized at any point um, in between each, like, mm-hmm. day. So mm-hmm. um, you have a lot of freedom in, like, okay, I think it'll be more efficient if I put this item here or I put this item there. Once you complete a day, there'll also be a couple of blueprints that'll show up that you can pick from, um, and you can spend money to, like, be like i want to get another counter space or i want to get a mixer that i can do and it'll automatically mix the dough for me and go faster um you can also get like uh there's there's like a research station that you can take a blueprint and you can like put it in a filing cabinet and then you can uh like upgrade it um but the upgrade will be uh could be several different things so you're not sure what you get so there's a little bit of gamble so like one was like oh I, i'm gonna take this counter and i'm gonna put it in the upgrade station and upgraded to like a cutting board counter that makes cutting faster and you're like wow that's great but it could also turn into a freezer instead and but the freezer is cool because you can basically take a meal that you've already completed and you can put it in the freezer and it will then stay between days <laughs> which is really good for like the pizza because the pizza um, has like up to four slices so if you have like a full pizza ready to go in the freezer it's like oh man the start of the day so easy now because mm. we've got that frozen pizza love don't the tell idea. the customers I love that the the pizza's frozen.
2: just having a bunch of frozen pizzas <laughs> <laughs> ready to go like, yeah hey man it's super easy <laughs>
0: whatever gets the job done you know whatever gets the money flowing
1: do, are there reviews of your restaurant ever? Or like, well, uh, will people complain if they get so, served a frozen so, pizza? So,
0: if, if you, if one person gets too angry because you didn't, um, you didn't like serve them fast enough, your whole restaurant shuts down. Mm, just it's, like real life. Yeah. It's very, just one it's, person. Yes. So, if, if you make one person, the, the worst one is, um, you will if you take too long and you don't have enough tables people will like uh queue up outside and so if you and that's the one where it's like that can sneak up on you we're like oh shit they're waiting outside and like that one person was like man i waited 10 more minutes than i wanted to i'm gonna shut your restaurant down i'm gonna leave one scathing (laughs) review on yelp and the whole thing's (laughs) kaput. so it's really fun like you're kind of just meant to like again like a roguelike just see how far you can get Mm -hmm. and it's it's really what what makes it fun is like it's not just like you know the rhythm of making like the food but it's also like oh uh i think this blueprint we should get to like improve the kitchen or we should lay it out this way or like i think we should lay the tables this way or we'll upgrade the tables to do different stuff so uh and then you can even get like um you can uh i think at day four you get to pick like between two options of like style of how you want your restaurant to look so you can have like an elegant, fancy pizza place. Or you could have like a casual, like, you know, kind of like homey with like a fireplace at your pizza place. What's the longest you've made it? Uh, We did fully complete. So I think it's like 12 days is like you've completed it and then you can just keep going longer and longer. So we like, we beat a whole thing.
1: But obviously it's... You'd replay it and change the food you served. Set exactly. So okay. like we
0: beat it and then it's like, well, you can keep going if you want. And uh, we did it like one time and then we're like, eh, we'd rather just restart with new stuff Tries because be once you beat the whole thing, um, when you start a new restaurant, you can like open a franchise where you can take some of your stuff and like transfer it over to that new place and start with a bunch of stuff if you want but you can also say now we'd rather not and instead you can convert all of that into like bonus experience points because there is a leveling up system and as you level up you unlock like new things Mm -hmm. like new recipes and new like locations and styles so i think it's really good like at first blush you're like oh this is an overcooked clone Mm -hmm. and it definitely is like wouldn't exist without overcooked but i think it is doing enough different once you actually play we are like oh this is a different game and requires like different disciplines and i think the roguelike stuff is actually super cool so i'm really really into it it's steam deck verified so yes it is steam deck verified have um, you played
1: it on your steam deck
0: no just because we're playing it together so yeah. um it doesn't really make sense to play it on the steam deck if she had a steam deck i actually <laughs> it was like what if Georgia buys a second Steam Deck? You can now. And then nice we can alley. play it together in the bed. And I'm like, that's stupid. I wish <laughs> 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 I to spend 500 bucks.
2: You're going to buy the dock, though?
0: I was thinking about that. I don't know. It's, so it's 80 bucks for yeah. the dock,
2: which is a lot. I'm very tempted, though.
0: It's so because there's like two things for the dock. The first would be like you'd use it like a Switch dock where you're like, oh, I've, if I want to put it to my TV. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't think I'd actually want to do that because I don't think steam deck games blown up to 4k would probably look or run <laughs> yeah. that good that probably is a bad idea and my computer is close enough to my tv that i can just plug it in if i mm-hmm. actually want to
1: do it um and like you've got a playstation 5 series x exactly like if you yeah, want to play a game totally. on your tv right like i, I don't need the yeah, to yeah the
0: steam that's not the steam deck's purpose but I do like messing with uh, emulations and different mod stuff. Like I've put like Battle.net on it because mm. I was playing like Overwatch 2 on my Steam Deck and that stuff requires you to get into the desktop
2: mode. I'm amazed you got into Overwatch 2, but sure, continue. Uh, <laughs> I,
0: it, was, it was more out of curiosity, to be honest. I played like one match and was like, yeah, that actually works pretty well. Anyway, <laughs> I don't actually really want to play this. <laughs> um, but, it, but for me, it's more like, well, Rather than like pull out all these cables and have to replug in my mouse and keyboard, if I had the dock set up, I can just put it there. And then at any point, I can just have it as like a little desktop yeah. PC. So like that's the appeal. So, so, but it is 80
2: bucks. Yeah. But a I might- A lot of money I, I, for a dock, but I'm like- But I might do, do it. it.
0: I might do it. How much are the Nintendo Switch docks? Aren't 90. They're like, they're like 90 bucks. Yeah. And to be fair, this is more fully featured because you can plug like a yeah, mouse I and keyboard say, and all this yeah, other yeah, it's nonsense. So it's, <laughs> In that regards, like it's a better deal uh, than that stuff. But yeah. Yeah, I'll, I, you know, I'll probably end up getting it just because I do like messing with the the desktop stuff and putting weird shit on it yeah no I wonder if they'll send
1: some to us I doubt it but it'd be cool Valve? You try it out yeah, yeah. if you're listening might be,
0: might be the best way might <laughs> be a good way to do it
1: uh, anything else or is that the main that's
0: the main game I've been playing a couple of spooky games um, spooky I randomly last night uh, decided to load up Dead Space 2 and I played like the first six chapters and that gets such a good game that game's good that game it's holds up really well game. and i was playing it on the xbox uh with the backwards compatibility so mm-hmm. it's the, the 360 version obviously it doesn't look as sharp as the pc but because like i think that both the combination of the xbox and my tv scaling it so well plus it has uh the fps boost so it runs at 60 now and it has auto oh, hdr so like the color looks really good and like the blacks look great and the whites look good i was like, damn this game looks really damn good <laughs> despite being like the 360
2: version on my TV. I would love to play dead space one and two again ahead of the remake, maybe three as well, but yeah. I specifically want to play one and two again. Yes. Ahead yeah. Of yeah. The remake.
0: 3 I've played three more <laughs> times than I feel like I should in my life. <laughs> so I don't know how much I want to play that again.
1: I, I have a soft spot for three. I like three. It's not a very good dead space game, but I think it's a fun co-op game.
0: <sighs> yeah. To be fair, I've never played it all the way through co op, so maybe that's yeah, part of me to wants fair, to replay. It too. Yeah. So, you know, it could it could <laughs> yeah. have soured
1: at the end, and I the, could
0: the, the opening, it, it, I, the thing with that game is every time I go back and retry it, I played the beginning where you're like floating around in like the ships, and I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, this part's awesome, this is great. And then, like, it tricks you into the it beginning of Death Space yeah, 3 is really good, <laughs> it tricks you into thinking the game's good, and then you keep playing it, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, listen. Mm.
2: But I also <laughs> really can't remember much of the story stuff that happened in oh, it's Dead bad. Space 3, but I'm there's like, a love triangle. Yeah. But they this might, but they good. might retroactively add lore stuff from 3 into Dead Space 1 in the remake. Maybe they won't.
0: But I like... would, I'm very <laughs> curious how much of that they incorporate. I'm also, because everyone keeps kind of speculating. Or there was like some speculation that like, what if they pull a like um like a... a like a final fantasy seven remake where like it's, it's very similar up mm. until the end. And then it's different so that they different. can, they can make a whole new trilogy and they can kind of like write the wrongs of dead space three.
2: Yeah. Um, the people of visceral games would be pissed. If that I was mean, I assume they're already plan. pissed because
0: uh <laughs> EA shut them down. Then immediately got another studio to, to remake the their game. Jesus. Like, Oh, I'm very excited for that remake but I that in the back of my head always feels like oh that feels it feels so wrong. That feels wrong. I don't like that. But Dead Space 2, heck of a good game. Holds up so well. Those first six chapters are like um up until the point where um the uh Church of Unitology level, which is so good. I don't know if you guys remember that. We're like vaguely. Like it's like the gothic cathedral oh, and they're yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. leaning into all like the unitology stuff where you're like seeing like the way they like indoctrinate people and like all the different like messages and like little like audio tour stuff of like Mm -hmm. here at the church of unitology like we believe in this and this and like and as you like slowly get further it like becomes creepier and more like obviously Mm culty and even like the
2: the Mm -hmm. writing
0: like like they have a they'll have like these billboard ads for like the different like Unitology books, and they just are straight up using like the Scientology like yeah. font type and stuff, and you're just like, "Damn, this is so good!
2: This is so good!" It's wild that like just I know that we're like entirely off topic, but sure. <laughs> at this point, but I just love the fact that in De- Dead Space One is just what it is, and there's just like this whole Unitology thing that's kind of like, it's still pretty important to the story of Dead Space One. Like the captain's kind of in on mm. it. The I won't say what sure exactly happens at the end because i'm sure some people are going to play the (laughs) remake and that'll be their first time playing dead space uh one but like you know what i'm talking about like it's just kind of this thing that's kind of dropped and it's kind of important but it's not like really important it, for most of Dead Space 1 and then yeah. Dead Space 2 like really dives really into dives like into the it. society that like Isaac comes from and it's like Oh, no, this like church is like a really really big, big deal. deal Yeah, like <laughs> I remember in
0: Dead Space 1 like the, the part where it does drop the unitology stuff the most is when they kind of I remember there's like a point in that game where it kind of like more heavily starts to like lean into the unitology stuff mm-hmm. outside of just like small little whispers of like Oh, I guess these some people are like religious or something mm-hmm. and then you go to that one area where all the people like basically like sacrifice themselves and it's like there's candles lit everywhere and there's like the writing on the wall. I remember like going into that area and you're just like, Oh, what the Is that the section fuck? of the game that starts
2: playing Twinkle, Twinkle Little Star? Or is that earlier? God, I can't remember. I don't remember. I think that just kind of happens
0: throughout the game. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember, but that, but that's the, yeah, that area, that area is the basketball uh, yeah. uh, room. I don't know why I thought of that. Mm. <laughs> I just remember there being a basketball yeah. room that you can play basketball. Uh, dead space S- heck of a good games I've also been playing a little bit of uh, Resident Evil 2 remake um, Oh, I've been wanting to get I got that on Steam Deck because apparently it's Steam Deck
1: verified Steam and Deck I've verified, been baby. wanting to get back into it
0: um, but I'm not playing it I'm having Georgia play it uh, because she okay. is hmm. so I'm going to call her out a little bit here um, don't be mad at me I love you um, <laughs> Resident Evil 4 one of her favorite games of all time she loves Resident Evil 4 loves Leon and I was like you should play Resident Evil and she's like absolutely not I don't care and wow. I was like really
2: like the origin of okay yeah oh and,
0: and, and so like uh I had her it, she, she kind of brought it up again because they're doing the remake of four and
2: that Which seems to be really building off building of off of two. yeah
0: it feels like it's directly building off the remake of two it's gonna be the same voice actor and, and stuff and I was like I really think you should play two um so I'm having her she's finally playing it and uh So far, she seems to be having a very good time. It's very fun to play that with another person because you can kind of, like, talk it out and be like, Mm -hmm. hey, like, okay, uh, we should try and go this way or, like, let's try and, like, okay, you have this many items. We should make sure go back to the save room. So, like, it's a fun game to to kind of work together on Mm -hmm. and, like, puzzle stuff out. Also, that game is probably got, like, just, like, the tightest game design. Like, it is so just pitch perfect in, like, just the pacing and the way, like, it, Everything about that game is when, like flawless.
1: When I think about Resident Evil games that I like the most, like 4 will always be the one that blew me away more than anything. I remember sure. seeing that I think in Nintendo Power and I was like, how the hell does a GameCube do this? And <laughs> it seems was impossible. Right. Like, I, I have to play it. And I remember playing it and just, it, it absolutely blowing me away, but like, when I, when I look at all those zoomed out, like I think two is two is one of the closest games to perfect I think I've ever played. Like it is, yeah. it is flawless. Like it is, it is so that's beautifully the fact placed. that the remake somehow like,
2: makes it better.
1: I know, <laughs> like, <whoa>. I know. <laughs> and see, I, I don't even like the original two. Like I like the original two, but I played it way too late. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it, it didn't, it didn't hit the same as it hit for a lot of other people. Cause I know that's a favorite for many people, but like when I played Resident Evil two, I think I played that game when I finished it, I played through it like three or four times in the same sitting. Cause it was like, this is amazing. And mm-hmm. like playing the different characters. It's, it's so good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad she's enjoying it. I want to hear like her complete thoughts on it once, once it's, it's, done. it's all done. Hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah. We're still pretty early. We were like halfway through the um, police station. Now mm-hmm. I think we're about to go um to like the hallway with the stars corner where you first mm. fight the lickers so that'll Oof. be that'll be a bit of a jump for her <laughs> um but yeah just i i love the way that game is paced i love how like despite the fact that especially early on you're just in a hallway with just two zombies and it just and they're really slow but it feels just so tense and yeah. and, and i think that game is just yeah and i'm with you that, that i think that game is like a a perfect game and 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 like I the other I also think the original well I, I I think the remake of Resident Evil One is also a perfect game so yeah uh, I can
2: as, see that too although I, I, under, go back I and understand do the remake of Resident Evil One because I've heard nothing but like I think that game is phenomenal it's things a masterpiece things about I, I will admit of like 1.
0: I understand when people don't like that because they just can't get like, around tank controls. like I, I, didn't,
2: I, I didn't care much for it. I, and so so <laughs> I, I played it recently. It? So Doesn't I, one of the versions not no. have? Okay. Well,
0: no, it kind of... They, no, no, they, they redo it so the controls are a little smoother, but I think it's more just like that sort of, like, fixed camera angle yeah. style in general mm-hmm. people aren't into. And I get it. I understand that. So I'm not, not going to be mad at people who aren't into it. But to me, it's like, I remember playing that game and being like... I remember playing the original version of Resident Evil 1 and being like, yeah, this game's fine. Playing the remake and then being like, this game is brilliant playing two the original version of two and being like this game's pretty good and so in my head i was like if they ever do a remake of two i don't know how they could possibly top like because like it has to be even <laughs> yeah. better than the remake of one and i was like there's no way they could do it and they totally they're fucking like, did oh, they fucking did it <laughs> which is why my expectations for the resident Evil four remake are stupid high and yeah. there's no way they're gonna match um. it but i'm ready but to what be if wrong they do, that's that's why i'm saying it i'm ready it's to like, be what wrong if,
2: it's like what if they do <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Boy>. yeah <laughs> i i will say in regards to resident evil one uh the, the remake i appreciated that remake a lot i'm happy i played it i i enjoyed i i think i just didn't have fun playing it you know just, like it's it just, fair enough i understand i i played it while streaming it was at the beginning of the pandemic and I'll be honest, I hate doing puzzles on streams because I just feel like a yeah. fucking idiot when I don't solve it right away. And some of those puzzles, like they aren't crazy complicated, yeah. but they're complicated enough where, like me being a bumbling idiot, like needs to shut off my brain and just think about those puzzles. And I was playing with Matt, who was in my ear the entire time. Oh, okay. And then, and then, <laughs> yeah, no, see, chat, see, that was the wrong approach. And then, like. I remember one of the tougher puzzles, right when I got to it, Matt was like, oh, this is a tough one. And then, uh, and then, and then Mary Kish invaded my stream or whatever, raided the stream. So I had like 200 people be like, this guy's an idiot. And I was like, yeah, I know. Okay.
0: Well, maybe that was a, maybe maybe I should, I should have played it by myself. Like solo. I think I'm happy. I did. I appreciate it. But, uh, that's the ultimate, like cozy up next to like in a blanket. You can play it on your Steam, Steam Deck. Deck yeah. It plays on Steam play Deck. Is it on, is it on Switch, too? On it is uh, It is on Switch, too. Yeah. Um, and that game also, it looks so good. Like it The, does, art, the yeah. art still holds up so well. Yeah. That was one where it was like, how the fuck did the, can the GameCube possibly look this good? And it <laughs> yeah. turns out it's because it's all pre-rendered.
2: But it's so good-looking yeah. pre-rendered. With Susie Sphere Hunter, her video on the Resident Evil 1 remake is like, it's so good. And mm. that's what kind of made me go like, I should play Game at some point, yeah. Like, I've played yeah. the others, I should play this one at some point.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> a masterpiece. Um, although
1: Resident Evil 3, that remake was pretty disappointing. That's the
0: thing that makes me like feel slightly. I we talked about this on the podcast before where it's like, I, I want to believe that that will not be indicative of the quality for but it is. Uh, it's a little, I, I, I also think part it, of right? that
1: is that Resident Evil 3. The original i didn't think was as good as the other like i also agree. I, I didn't
2: I, I had some good ideas though like the did. whole branching like it does path things which i'm yeah. surprised they did not like that's the continue problem. to do and that... and they cut out the coolest level of three which see, is see wild. that's the problem so i mean. don't like the original version
0: of three but i respect it and i get why people love mm-hmm. it and then when i played the remake of three in my head i was like oh this will be great if they can like make it a great like they can they can kind of fix the things that i had a problem with and instead they just said what if we take out the things people like <laughs> and i was like okay that's an approach i guess Man,
1: i want to do a replay of all those games just one yeah. through jill's great though it's, hey, it's, it's worth it for to jill not
2: do it now since we're about to hit like apparently the yeah i like, absolutely we will not avalanche do a yeah. land of like survival horror resident evil looking games set in yeah. space uh
0: <laughs> so that's what i've been playing if i could briefly touch on a movie um because we've been watching some horror
2: movies. Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah, please. Yeah, so, I played like nothing, so take all of my time. Excellent. Uh, so
0: yeah, <laughs> uh doing my second annual trying to watch a horror thing every um day for the entire month of October. It's uh, we've already missed the two days uh, or three. Yeah, so not off to a great start. Um <laughs> to be fair, watching a movie every day for 30 days that's that's a commitment. So we, that's the thing is we 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 put it in place because we want to we want to try to commit to it as mm-hmm. much as possible, but we're never going to force ourselves because that just m- means you're not having a good time. Yeah. So it's like, we, you know, we, we want to stick to as much as possible. We're never going to force it. So the movies we did watch, um, we started off with saw four, which, uh, all right. I don't saw know. If, pretty hard I correct.
1: haven't seen Saw Four because I got to Saw Three and hated it so much that it's, I was like, "Because I, I loved one, no. I thought I one loved two, sure." I saw three, and everyone's like, "That one's still pretty good." And I was no, like, "No, no, it's no, no, no." So,
0: so <laughs> when I gave, I think I gave Saw Four like a six or seven, and that's the same rating I gave Three. So I would say it's probably on par with Three. So you mm. probably wouldn't like it. Okay. Here's the weird thing about: I find those movies fascinating to think about because. They're fun mental exercises, that's for sure. They're weird mental... They're very strange movies because it was this period where, if you don't remember, like they made one of them a year mm-hmm. for like seven years straight. Yeah. So it's like every year you had a new Saw movie to look at. And when you look at them at face value, you're like, oh, easy crowd pleasers, cool weird trap that does a gross thing, people die horribly, uh, Jigsaw says you want to play a game and then everyone leaves the theater happy right yeah. and like those movies do have all that mm-hmm. but those movies for some reason really care about their lore like
2: yeah. really really do. care do yeah. It's my sister's favorite like movie series and she's been trying to get me to watch like all of them for years. He's like, Jordan, you'd love them. The lore is so good. I'm like, I'm not watching (laughs) nine Saw movies.
0: And and I'm not even like dissing the lore or dissing people that are into the lore. Like we, we, you know, like one of our friends, Lonnie, is like super into like Saw and like the Saw lore, like literally has like a Saw Twitter account. That's like a really big deal. But it's it's more to me like why the studio let that happen. Because I'm like, shouldn't, like, you want to make these as, like, easily digestible as possible? But, like, they're not. Like, we opened up Saw 4, and it starts off with, like, all these characters. Well, first off, every time, it's, like, a completely different set of characters at the- from this one police station. But they're, like, characters who knew the other characters. Yeah. So they're mm. talking about those characters. And I'm sitting there being like they're just they just assume you already know all these characters who they are all the events the timeline sometimes they're they're messing with the timeline where you think something's happening at one time but it really is happening another time which is fun but it's like the whole time i'm watching it i'm just i'm constantly trying to like figure out what's even happening and who these characters are which seems like so counterintuitive like you wouldn't you shouldn't want to design a movie that is meant to have like as much of a, like a horror mass appeal as possible but for whatever reason the studio was like yeah man whatever people seem to really like the weird convoluted nonsense it's like fascinating I, I
1: think it was just like okay it's got to be violent it's got to be scary and it's got to come out in October and we're fine we don't care sure so the, whatever, so whatever else so
2: you, you want to do with it quote, and they just quote, have like Showrunner. one lore guy in the background being like and it's all yeah, connected it's, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's got his,
0: his corkboard with all yeah. the strings on sticky notes so, so I'll say the one thing I liked about 4 better than Three is that <laughs> so? Spoiler alerts for Saw. Uh, in three, at the end of three, Jigsaw dies. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, and then they made five more of them. Where he, and I'm like, how? Okay, I'm very curious. To Apparently, see six re-
1: is really good. That's okay. the one I want to get to. I'll, I'll watch get there, it, but don't want to watch four or five. <laughs> so I'm
0: already like, man, how are they going to keep this going when the main villain is dead? Um, <laughs> that's interesting, but with four, it, it's um they're like seeding the idea of like there's like a different there's another person who's like setting these hel- stuff up and helping him and but he, despite the fact that he's dead he's actually the 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 character Jigsaw is in the movie a ton because it's a lot of flashbacks it's like his origin story like mm-hmm. like you find like how he became Jigsaw and you get to see like the first saw trap sick <laughs> which Georgia was really excited she's like it's the first trap and i'm like Okay, like, cool. I'm like, um, and, and to be fair, it's like kind of fun because the first trap is just like I don't know. He just stuck a bunch of knife, kitchen knives, to like we some piano wire. Somewhere. Yeah, everyone's got. I'm like, oh, okay. Like that's pretty. That's hey, pretty my simple. My first game swap video, not very good. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, okay, a little crude but effective. But mm. you know, you, you're gonna you got to build there, and then eventually you can get the weird like you know bear trap collar on your head thing. collar thing, right? We we all got to start somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so like I was kind of weirdly like into that, and I was like, "Man, this is like weird that like he's in this so much despite now being dead." And I'm very curious, just like where it's going from there. So yeah, a sol- a solid start to my to my month. Uh, saw. A saw a saw lid start to the month.
2: Um, that's it for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh, then we saw we saw a movie. We saw Smile its a which, smile which
2: oh, is
1: that I saw it twice cuz I thought it was really good. The <laughs> okay. first group of people I saw it with loved it. Everyone was like that was one of the best horror movies I've seen this year. Second group, I think other than you, everyone hated it. Everyone and like, everyone we got out of the yeah, the I movie
0: stopped. Dude. We all look around and everyone's like what did Tam say? Jake, you, you saw this twice on purpose? Yeah, as I said. Dang. And I was like I kind of liked it. I didn't love it though. I didn't I thought the ending really whiffed it.
1: Yeah, I I have I have opinions on the ending, uh, but I don't want to spoil it because no. I know it's still new. Yeah. I I think it was an effective film though. I it it scared me. I will say, the the when because we saw it in the theater nearby, and I feel like the sound is a lot louder in there, so a lot of things that probably weren't supposed to be jump scares ended up being jump scares for people Yeah. when the first time I saw it, it was like a crappier theater. So I didn't, I didn't think there was many jump scares initially. And then the second time I was like, Oh my God, she opened a can of tuna. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Although to be fair, like I actually kind of liked some of that, like just interesting, like match cuts where it would be like a lot of yeah, noise yeah. to do. It, it felt a little like Hitchcock inspired mm-hmm. where you're just trying to like, Hey, let's just wake up the audience with this can of tuna. Yeah. Like just to kind of like shock you for a minute. Um, yeah, I, I there's elements about it that I, I won't get into that I did really like. Mm-hmm. The the I liked the sort of uh mythos of the creature or e- de- entity, the evil entity that's um uh haunting the main character. I liked the main character a lot. I thought the actress was great. She did really um, good. She great did really acting. Good. Um I Kevin
1: Bacon's daughter, right? Is that what we is, found out? Wait, is it? Hold what? On, hold on. What? I, maybe wait, not Kevin really? Bacon's. Hold
0: on. <laughs> okay. Hold on, All hold, right. on, hold on. Hold on. I'm looking this up. Um. But anyway, you know, like, yeah, it, it, it I will say, like, in the first five minutes when they explain, like, the basic premise of the creature, I was like, oh, this is just It Follows. Yeah, Kevin Bacon's daughter. Kevin Bacon's daughter. Interesting. Yep.
1: Susie Bacon
0: Um Susie Bacon or something. It, it, it feels like it's inspired by both, like, It Follows and I would also say kind of, like, Hereditary um, in the sense that. Those are that,
2: hard movies to, And I like, don't think it, 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 it does not <laughs> match
0: either of those, in my opinion, <laughs> but it does do enough differently to be its own. Um, where it really fumbles is, I think, its message of because she's a therapist and so it talks a lot about mental health. Yeah. That's a big thing. Trauma is a big thing. Um, I don't think it necessarily landed those themes in a way I found satisfying kind of reminded me of the end of the medium a little bit in that sense. Oh. I don't think it's as <laughs> bad as the medium because the medium's ending was real bad about it. I don't think it's quite that bad, but it does feel a little like, Oh, that's stupid. Their- takeaway about mental health that's a little weird that feels a little counter to what you were saying the rest of the movie you know without going into spoilers but um yeah it's hard to talk about not getting yeah into spoilers, but I guess I, like if you don't think about that part of it you probably won't feel as maybe negatively about the ending or that those asp- aspects. As uh,
1: I, I saw it heading towards, like, oh, it's going to make some statement about mental health. But I thought the way it ended kind of was like, no, motherfucker, we ain't talking about this. This is what's <laughs> happening. Get over yes, it. And I was like, yes, geez. yes so exactly. Like, and then that, that's why I think the ending I was okay with. But
0: sure, yes, it it, it makes a conscious choice to be a horror movie ending, At not a end. not a mental yeah. health ending. In Which a way that's, for me, I
1: think saves it because I think.
0: I don't think it would have been good if it went the other way. Because yeah, I remember as the bad. ending was happening, I was like, this could go two ways. And I feel like both of them wouldn't be very good. So I guess the one where it's just kind of more spooky horror is better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Worth worth a watch if you're into that kind of thing. Um, maybe don't go see in the theater because fucking Christ, we had the worst oh, theater yeah. audience. The audience was terrible. Absolutely terrible. You know when you get that audience where... Um, some people have that like their reaction to a thing in a, a horror movie is to I really like
2: only go to see movies at like 10 a.m. on Wednesdays, so no, <laughs> not really. I will say, well, <laughs> I
1: do enjoy hearing people react, like jump and and no, in, no. But it's when like people are talking behind us or okay, laughing, so, and I'm so just so like shut one, up.
0: There's people. There was just some people who were just talking, clearly the whole, drunk. It seemed whole time. But also, you get like some people they react to a horror movie by instead of being scared, they like. Giggle or mm-hmm. like,
2: kind of right. try, 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 and a, try and make a try and make a joke movies.
0: about it, and it's like I, uh, like, I guess if that's your defense mechanism it is but like, my god, is it such an awful experience to be, oh, yeah, you know, and, and and it enables other people to start like d- thinking it's okay to also react mm-hmm. like that, and so like that's kind of what happened yeah. where you would just like have one person do it, and then everyone's like, oh, it's cool to like act like that now in the theater, and I'm sitting there being like, shut the. F-
2: fuck up oh my god why so many survival horror games have silent protagonists so that the protagonist isn't like breaking up the like intensity of it Mm -hmm. with like a one-liner or something like that it's easier to cope if someone is talking (laughs) (laughs) pretty much so
1: well jordan Anything you want to talk about? You said you didn't have much. I
2: I didn't really have much. I've been playing this game called uh, Jack Move, um, which is like this little uh, turn based RPG uh, set in like this cyberpunk inspired world where you, you I'm still not entirely sure how it exactly works. It's one of those things that like when people come up to fight you. You, like, enter this, like, cyberspace type of world where people have, like, powers in that world. And in Matrix fashion, if you are, like, defeated in this world, then you're defeated in Hmm. real life. So, it's like Mega
1: Man Battle Network. Sure. Where you fight your hmm, fights online. yeah. Uh,
2: Yeah. And I'm, like, I don't know how people enter this space. I don't know how they exit this space. They haven't explained that. Maybe I'm just, like, thinking too hard into it or whatever but it kind of has that then like whole kind of pokemon elemental type system where like your character has all these different elemental attacks depending on the enemy Mm. they have like different type advantages and you're trying to figure that out to defeat them and it's a story about this girl who has this like dad who was this huge inventor and like she hasn't spoken to him in a long time and then he calls her in like the middle of the night he's like they're coming for me and she's like oh you're just a crazy old man Mm. and then like the next day like this giant corporation like bursts into her house and it's like we know your dad's been talking to you like tell us like all the plans she's like i have no idea what you're talking about and they're like we're gonna go like kidnap your dad and you have to like go figure out it's like oh apparently my dad like wasn't crazy (laughs) and like shit is uh going down and i'm having a good time it's enjoyable it's uh it's like a really intense story that's kind of broken up by the characters just kind of like this Ezio auditory like wise ass like type of person mm. who's just cracking uh, jokes and street wise and stuff like that and it's, it's not like anything to like write home about like this game's amazing this is mm. like a game of the year contender but like it's a solid like I think 7 out of 10 8 out of 10 game and it's okay. just something nice to kind of play and enjoy as we're kind of in this small 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 stalling period before like a plague tale, Gotham Knights, uh, Scorn. Calissa, uh, Scor- I forgot just a completely tale comes just tale this
0: month. Just, like, oh demolishes no! Us. <laughs> oh oh no!
2: Yeah. Plague tale <laughs> comes out real
1: soon.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Like, it's just Gotham Knights and Batman, and then you're like, Plague Tale, Persona Five, Score. Yeah, Switch I got. Yeah, I got to play all of Persona Five Mario plus again.
2: rabbits. Uh, Mario if you're plus into that. Call, Call of Duty.
0: You know? Oh. I mean, it's uh,
2: October, baby.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, well, I, I've i been playing Cyberpunk 2077. It's oh, the first time back. I've really played Cyberpunk since probably before launch, maybe a little after launch. Wow. Uh, I mean, I've dipped in every now and then just to see what's going on sure, and, sure. and check out some of the, the new additions. But I decided to start fresh. Uh, I, I admire a lot of the... The changes, I don't run into bugs at all on PC. Like occasionally someone will strike a T pose for a second, cars will pop in, little stuff, nothing big. I haven't had to hard restart. I haven't had any broken quests. I haven't had any major issues, which has been great. Like this is I'm playing it now and it's just like, man, if this game released like this. So
2: it essentially a, if it had released this year instead it of been, 2020. Yeah, it would it would
1: have been a very different story. Oh yeah.
2: Uh, uh, but I
1: I'm I'm really enjoying it. Uh there are still things about that story I really don't like. There are things I really mm-hmm. do like though. Yeah. I think the thing that I dislike the most about the story is is the uh you guys are familiar with like the clicking or the 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 ticking clock sort mm-hmm. of mechanic yeah. and, and mm-hmm. you usually do use it in narratives and movies and stuff like that. But it's in Cyberpunk and it's basically, hey, this chip in your head is going to kill you after a certain amount of time Mm -hmm. I think I talked about this when the game came out but I just I want to do the side stuff but I hate like my brain just can't get over the fact that my character is supposed to die I want to be immersed in this world I want to be the like I want to do all this stuff but i i, I and she I wouldn't can't. want to do all this yeah, nice stuff she'd so be like just, i'm dying in like sense. five days like, like <laughs> there's a point where the the guy who sells you a gun early on shows up or calls you and he's like hey do you want to do a shooting range challenge i'm trying to get people to come and like you can say no i don't have time for it but like i want to do the quest and then you say it and it's like oh yeah of course i'll be there soon and it's like no, you fucking wouldn't. You wouldn't go there. You wouldn't do it. But here I am, the sucker who wants to see all of these missions, most of mm-hmm. which I've done already, so I'm going back to it. Like th- that, that kind of stuff really bugs me. But but I do think uh, that world is so good. Mm-hmm. There's so yeah. much interesting stuff to explore. I- I'm really excited to see like how they improve the AI, especially with police and stuff, and just make that world feel even more grounded. Because I do love exploring it. I just got the... Uh, I just got a motorcycle so I've just been biking around the city checking things out. Uh it's good. It's really good. I'm uh, yeah. excited to be back into it for the short period I have. Mm-hmm.
0: Other than that,
1: playing Fortnite. Whoa, Fortnite. I'm playing
0: Who some you? Fortnite. Yeah. Get some Victory Royales? I did. I got well, two last what, night. What 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 got you in there? Was it Spider-Gwen? Was that what did it? Uh, it, uh, a xenomorph. <laughs> Jesus okay, okay. Christ. Because that's what I feel like it is. Anytime someone's like, I got into Fortnite, I'm like, What skin did it? What they skin? Have? Was it Goku? Was <laughs> it Batman? Like, what did it? <laughs> to be fair,
1: what actually did it is just some friends from home were like, We're playing Fortnite now. And I was like, Really? We're playing Fortnite now? And they were like, Yep. So I, so I installed it and I've been playing Fortnite, got some victory royales. I do the the Macarena as a xenomorph. You know, it's, Hell yeah. it's a good time. Get a lightsaber. It's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> do I didn't get any of those. It pisses me off how many cool skins there are that you just can't get anymore.
2: I know.
0: Like, like I didn't, I'll never be able to get the John Wick skin now or the. The John, you
1: know. the John Wick, I think, may. No, I don't think that'll ever come back. But like Indiana Jones, for example. Like I missed, I love those movies, and I missed it. And everyone's like, "Oh yeah, you're just kind of screwed now because it's part of the battle pass, and
2: it's part of the battle pass. You can't get it." I'm like, "All right, fine. It's, it's stupid." St- Fortnite's model is like, I think I think Mark's like writing something about this right now. But like the idea of it's like every free to play game needs, of course like to still make money and like the easiest yeah. way to do that is to be like hey here's a bunch of things that like you have three months to unlock them and after yep. that you will never get them I again I will mm-hmm. say like, <laughs> Fortnite
1: <laughs> compared to other games Battle Pass at least feels like fully featured you know like I've oh, been yeah. playing PUBG here and there too with you. Oh, right now yeah. and, and that Battle Pass oh. is shit like oh
0: it's awful
1: <laughs> I mean there there are some cool outfits but it's like I gotta raise myself a hundred levels to get the one cool thing here while well, it's with Fortnite it's like okay, I get here and I get this character. Mm. That's kind of cool. And so mm. there's that, which is nice, but uh yeah, I I one thing that occurred to me is I bet kids get bullied for not having the cool skins and oh, it has to happen
0: in the <laughs> same way I
2: mean, back in the day people were like, Oh, you have like those shoes from like four yeah, years ago, or, exactly. or you don't
0: have this. <laughs> holographic Pokemon card. Yeah, Yeah, like same thing, right? I was
1: playing with Matt and Stuart, I mean, Matt, who's through GameSpot, and Stuart, a good friend of mine, and they were like busting out, like, oh, I'm Deadpool now. Oh, now I'm like Indiana Jones. Now I'm Iron Man. And I'm just like, all I have is a Xenomorph because that was all that was available. Yeah, oh,
0: you're the kid with the default Fortnite skin? Yeah, for a while, that's what I had. I had the
1: (laughs) default (laughs) Fortnite skin, but, you know, I was just...
2: Yeah, it's wild. there's like oh, no, look, I'm not proud there's like it. no easy way for us to figure it out. But I I've thought about this so often. I'm like, I really want to like somehow find a way for us to like interview kids like at like some elementary school. It's like, hey, is this a thing or is this just like <laughs> in my mind that it's like, oh, maybe this just happens. And it like it doesn't happen, like, but it must it must happen like at some school Yeah, somewhere. or like a parent
0: because the kids got to be like, Mom, Dad, I, I, need, I need I need more V-Bus. Yeah, yeah, my allowance. Can I have it early? I have to. By uh, the
1: Xenomorph. <laughs> yeah, because it's gonna disappear soon. Crazy stuff. Mm. That's that's what I've been playing. To be honest, not exciting either. <laughs> 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 um. All right. Should we move on to? Do you guys want to talk about the Mario? Super Mario
0: Bros. trailer? We could, we could talk about it for talk a sec. For we a all bit. sat around in the office. Well, uh, this is before you weren't, you there, weren't here but. yet. But we, you, me, uh, Stu, and uh, Kurt, we all sat around. We watched the trailer. Um,
2: you do a React? You record a React? No, <laughs> no.
0: We thought about it. And we were like, no, we're not going to do that. I don't know. I don't know. It's so first off, I think there's a part of me that's like, who gives a shit what I have to say about the Mario Brothers movie? In the same way that I look at pretty much everyone's opinion on Twitter and go, "Who gives? A fuck? Yeah, <laughs> this movie is made for seven-year-olds, and they're gonna not give a shit that Chris Pratt is phoning it the fucking for this role." I'm, but
2: I'm sure they're going. I'll say Steve Watts, who we work with, he pointed out the interesting fact that like by it coming out at the time that it did, it was right when kids on the East Coast were getting out of school. And so able to like oh. watch the trailer, and he he was just like, "It's it's a madhouse!" <laughs> like oh, it's and- just like watching. It's like we got out of school, and the Mario trailer is Jeez. dropping right. That's now. a
0: good point. Like- <laughs> yeah, I would have been stoked. I've been like, "Oh hell yeah! I got I got to get home." Um, yeah. I mean, but like, I don't know. It, it, I I think where I'm disappointed in it is not not even. Cri- I'm I was I'm not disappointed in Chris Pratt's Mario voice because that would imply that I w- had expectations for it to be good in the first place. <laughs> I am kind of disappointed, um, and this is like the trailer, so it could have just been like the music they use for the trailer because trailers often use like trailer music mm-hmm. that isn't in the mo- actual movie, but the, the music was like very just like generic movie music. Blah. Yeah. Blah. And, and- it's a shame
2: because we just got like two... Very good Sonic movies that the trailers for them had very playful, yeah, music. And, and, and it's
0: like, I'm glad I guess they didn't do like a weird pop song or whatever, right? God. Like, um, but I, I'm just like, where is like the Mario music, right? Like, they play it for it, like, like a like half there. second, for like half a second, yeah. but, I, but like,
1: and I, by I'm, a half second, it's like three notes, but.
0: You know, I just think like Mario just has such like a, a, a just like a, not even necessarily the themes, just just the, the tone of Mario's music mm-hmm. in those games just has such like a like a whimsicalness to it. That's just like even when it's like, you know, like Bowser's theme or something like there's just like this energy to it that God, I God
2: if Bowser's theme had been playing as like that giant yeah. like, lava chip thing. So
0: for them Ugh. to like pick this kind of generic movie music was like. Oh, uh, that's kind of disappointing. Like, I was kind of hoping for something all more. And I do hope that's in the movie more than the actual, like, trailer itself. Um, it probably
2: is. A lot of that stuff is only used for trailers. and it, then... That's
0: kind of the vibe I got. So I, I won't be too harsh about it. Um,
2: Everyone else's voices, though. Surprisingly, really good. <laughs> Jack Black?
0: <laughs> I didn't even, like... I would be 100% honest. Like, if I didn't already know it was Jack Black, I wouldn't have recognized him at all. Mm-hmm. Just, he was putting on a good performance. The, like, two... Little like syllables we heard out of Charlie Day as Luigi was F- fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, you could tell that was him right away. Yeah. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, that's
0: Charlie great. King. Like, that's that that fits. So, uh, was that because it's Keen Michael Key as His, Toad. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. even recognize yeah. him either. Uh, sounded like a good Toad voice. It was really just Mario. It was, I'm waiting for, I want to hear Seth Rogen do uh, Donkey Kong.
2: Sure.
1: As- Donkey as- Kong, me.
2: Peach. Uh. Who's supposed
1: to be Peach is it like Anya Taylor-Joy or some shit. <laughs> <That is> it.
0: <laughs> She's in everything right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who voices Peach? I don't know. They had that whole list of like all the different like I know yeah, actors I, at the end that every. I, I, I kid's can't remember movie his does. name, but the. Hey, I was right. Anya Taylor Joy's voice Wow, nailed it. The dude
2: who's the. What the fuck is the name of the King Penguin? Uh, it doesn't matter. But like that voice actor is Aqualad slash Black Lightning in oh, Justice. Okay. I'm um, okay. like. Interesting.
0: So yeah, I think it's just more like. Uh, it's the same takeaway everyone has where like the Chris Pratt thing, it's like, it's fine, I guess, but it's just a sort of this like reminder of like. Hey, it would be cool if Hollywood actually cared about like voice talent as opposed to just giving Mm -hmm. like a celebrity a role to, you know, um, be that role for I don't know, like because it makes it easier to market it. I never understand it because in I I guess it works or something, but like kids don't care who voices who in a movie like you just want to no. like I'm going to the Mario movie as a kid like I don't care if it's Chris Pratt I just want to hear Mario's voice. They care enough with
2: Chris Pratt if for no other reason like oh it's Star Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy or something and, and also Maybe, like, but
1: like it's the parents taking the kids right and the parents are like like, I mean, Mario's a different story because I'm sure the kids are like, I want to see Mario. But like,
0: <laughs> can you imagine generic like a generic <laughs>
1: Illumination movies that come out, I'm sure it's like, well, this one's got Chris Pratt and he's pretty funny, so.
0: Look, I get something like the Emoji movie where it's like, it's either. so creatively bankrupt that like you <laughs> need to have like a reason for people to care. So it's like, put Patrick Stewart in it. You don't need to give re- people a reason to care about Mario. It's Mario, they're gonna care yeah. already. Can you imagine like a parent like showing up to like buy the tickets for the mario movie and they're like charles marnett i've never heard of that man we're gonna go see something else yeah, Timmy. That's true.
1: <laughs> i think it's gonna be pretty good yeah. to be honest i i'm sure it will i don't think, think it'll be i don't think it'll be the best movie ever i don't think it'll be close to that but like i think i don't think this movie would exist if it wasn't good like i'm sure like sure. you know face value chris pratt his voice sucks and I don't think there's anything that's gonna change that. Like I'm still gonna be like, all right, this sucks. But I think like, it's probably gonna be a pretty good script. The animation looks great. We, really good. It looks like Mario in Unreal Chirp. 5. Yeah, like <laughs> I know the animation chew. style is, is weird cause oh. it's not like Mario. It's like too realistic for like Mario games, but like
2: uh,
0: something about the th- face.
2: Do you think because the fact that like his voice is like the least cartoony of all of them and the fact that his face is like, not very cartoony like do you think like the story of this is that he's basically isekai'd into the mushroom that's the implication that he's right from
1: like he's from new
0: york he's yeah. a plumber from new york that's
2: and been taken so there, like he's sure. supposed to be like a normal person okay if who's, they go, like if, been transported to a very <laughs> cartoony world if they
0: start this movie with like a live, live action, action chris, chris pratt. pratt falling into a tunnel and then turning just into in mario just in overalls with like the red cap on i'm all head. in i'm all in <laughs> if that's the route they go Sold.
1: (laughs) You know, I will say, while we're on the topic of animated children's movies, I want another Detective Pikachu movie. Yeah, Where is that? We got two Sonic movies before we got a sequel to Detective Pikachu. (laughs) Why did they not follow up on that? Apparently it's happening, but it's it's been taking a long time i imagine it's just because it's ryan like
2: ryan reynolds busy with uh deadpool 3
1: i mean that's part <laughs> I'm that might be part of it but i think it's just the pokemon company being like this is going to be good and not saying that the mario movies hmm. or not the mario the, the sonic movies weren't good but i think it's just them being extra cautious about how that is hmm. going to get written and maybe, maybe timing yeah. for actors i mean ryan reynolds is probably a good point maybe like Getting time on his calendar is probably pretty difficult, right. even if it is yeah. just for I imagine, to show up I and read lines for a couple of days. A
0: movie that's like live action mixed with CG, where it's that heavy CG, is probably more involved. Like Sonic, yeah. it's like it's just Sonic, just Sonic and yeah, tails yeah. and knuckles. And like po- yeah,
1: Pokemon. It's like okay, how can we make this scene more
0: Pokemony? Let's yeah, put some, like some the city's basically Dragonite all CG because it's like a Pokemon city. You know, like they're they're really trying to like lean into that. So probably requires more work. Uh, Batman in the chat uh, says, I want a Power Wash movie.
1: Power Wash Simulator, the Power movie? Power Wash Simulator, I'd probably watch that. Yeah. If it's as satisfying as the game, I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> um, any more thoughts on the Mario movie?
2: Mm. I'm, I'm going to see it. I'm going like, I've, I've been I'll ragging see it. on it, but I'm going to watch yeah, it. I'll yeah, I'll see it. Like, <laughs> I,
0: hope, I hope it's funny. I, I, the, the, well, the humor funny. in the trailer also was like fine, but it was very like, again, it's just like, ah, that's just like every other.
2: Every movie yeah. that's designed a lot for kids of, who are like seven to nine. Yeah. Like. And, and, and and
0: it's like, not to say like that's like it's, like, it's like, it's fine. But like, I guess I just was like hoping for something like a little bit more. Because I'm like, it's Mario. Like I'm, I, You should be like a little little extra, but like at least so far, I'm just like, yeah, this is pretty bog standard kids' kind of humor. And We just
2: need this to be successful. So they make a Luigi's Mansion movie afterwards. Oh, that would be <gasps> good. Oh! I would watch the hell out of that. Charlie, have Charlie yeah. Day back. Just leading. It. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> Ooh,
0: I'm on board. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to Sold. make this movie work. <laughs> and then they can make a WarioWare movie for, I don't know, even know how you're doing
1: supposed to be in the movie? I forget.
0: Uh, maybe it'll be like a Tails
1: thing in the first I, there, were, there were definitely in. memes of Wario and Waluigi but I don't I,
0: I, don't, don't, think think, so. I don't think they were announced I, a lot of people are speculating that's gonna be like the end credit teaser yeah. will be like they show up you can't release a movie without an end credit. teaser yeah you gotta teaser. have an end credits teaser and You got
2: to get, you got to get.
1: Why did you do this to us? All right, question of the week brought to you by Maria Serious Business in the GameSpot Discord. If you'd like to answer this question yourself, you can do it in the chat or you can join the GameSpot Discord server. If you're not in there yet, you can message myself, Jean-Luc, Lucy Tamor, and we will bring you right in there. I got to
2: update the after dark email. I just realized. But continue. Yeah, well, we <laughs> only yeah.
1: get spam there pretty much anyway. Uh, yeah, so they no one used to Discord. <laughs> yeah, no one like, uses uh, it. Like, and, and now that we do it live, like we don't really take questions <laughs> as much anymore. But uh anyway, the question is, has a game ever changed your opinion on an entire genre? Was it for better or for worse? Mm.
2: Thoughts. I feel like The answer is yes, and I feel like this has literally occurred every single... With almost every genre of video game that I've played. That I've probably looked at something and been like, oh, this isn't for me. And then I try... Like, I wasn't into fighting games, and then I played Injustice 2. I wasn't into racing games, and then I played, like, Mario Kart and Sonic Mm, Riders. I wasn't into roguelikes, and then I played Dead Cells. I wasn't into Souls-likes, and then I played Hollow Knight. And so, like, I think... every genre i've tried like there had to have been a game that got me into that genre in the first place because when if you look back at the earliest games i play almost every single one of them are like kind of open world actiony games like your wind wakers some the metroid prime game uh like games like that like those are the games i've played playing Mm -hmm. up growing up so it was one of those things where i'm like well then every other genre of game that i played like at some point i had to play something that made me go like oh this other genre is pretty fun too yeah i guess that's interesting when you think of it like that because it technically pretty much
1: every genre i've gotten into has been thanks (laughs) to to a game that i played (laughs) Uh, i i guess i will say like I never thought I'd care about sports games, and to be fair, I still don't really care about sports games. However, I played a lot of NFL Street too, I thought you and Rocket League, <laughs> and NBA Street. No, I agree, the street games, like because I thought I'd have no interest. And I went over to a friend's house, and he was like, "Oh yeah, do you want to play?" And I was like, "Oh, this is this is pretty fun." And I went out and mm-hmm. got them and played the hell out of those games. Haven't touched any like, you know, Madden game since or mm-hmm. any any basketball game since, but I really loved those street games so i guess i don't know if it affected how i viewed the genre at all it was mostly just like i don't like sports games except for these and i would play more of these except there aren't more of these so i'm not going to Mm -hmm. yeah i guess and also sports games now it's like even even if they did make like a street version of madden or something i probably wouldn't play it because i've (laughs) i've seen those microtransactions Mm. and the shit they try to pull like i (laughs) want to stay away from that no interest you know
2: I'm trying to think now if there is a genre of video game that I just actively avoid, because I feel like in most cases there's like one exception where I'm like, well, except for this one.
1: Hey, um, you got has a question for you, Jordan. So. Did those uh, did those make you a fan of the genre or did the uh, goodness of those games transcend what you previously disliked about the genre?
2: Mm, that is a good question. I think for the m- most part. I know. Yeah. Have
1: you so you said Hollow Knight got you into souls like did yeah. you go back and play other souls games and did yeah. you enjoy that? Cuz okay.
2: like uh, it was after uh Hollow Knight that I was like okay I played Dark Souls when it first came out and I wasn't very good at video games and so I was like this game is hard and I've never went back and I'm like let's try playing the Demon Souls Dark Souls and Bloodborne games again. I'm like oh these games are fantastic. Uh and just falling in love uh, with those. Tamor didn't bully games. you to play those though, right? Oh no. I okay. mean, this is pre-GameSpot, oh, okay, so I, okay. didn't even, I didn't even know of Tamor's existence. Wait, did Hollow Knight? Hollow Knight was 2017.
1: That was before I thought you've been here. 2018. Oh, okay. Mm,
2: wow. Just before. All
1: right. yeah. Jean-Luc, how about you? Anything
0: comes uh, to mind? Yeah, the two that come to mind were um, Burnout Paradise because I really didn't like racing games before. Burnout
1: got me into racing. Not yeah. Paradise, but Burnout.
0: Yeah, so I didn't, I, I mean, Burnout, like, 3 probably would have done it, but I didn't have an Xbox. So That's what was did like, it for me. It was like, I got a 360, and I was like, and I, you know, I always, like, tried, like, I was like, oh, I'll try this racing game, I'll try this, and I always, like, I never liked the technical aspects of, of racing games, mm-hmm. and just found them more frustrating than, like, burnouts just like just go real fast and crash Crash into a wall and it's cool as hell and like that just like completely like flipped it on it for me where i think just like that shift in in priority where it's like who cares like if you're sloppy about it and stuff like you don't have to like kind of like master those systems you can just have fun with it so that really got me into racing games and kind of in the same way with you where it's like I don't know, it's not like I now like Gran Turismo. Um, I still like the only other racing game I'll play is like a Forza Horizon cuz it was feel like the closest to kind of capturing some yeah. of arcade's spirit of a burnout, although I still wish they wouldn't have the crash stuff cuz the crash yeah. stuff's so good. Forza Horizons a weird
1: one because like I play all of those games because Game Pass they're free mm-hmm. and like yeah. and like I check them out and I'm like this is a really good game. And then I play like it once and I never turn it back on again. And that's pretty much (laughs) it. Yeah, to
0: to be fair, I don't think anything has ever quite grabbed me the way Burnout Paradise has.
1: I would agree because like, I mean, I played Burnout. I played the hell out of Burnout 3 because same with you. I remember getting like Forza 2 probably on my Xbox back in the day. And like,
2: were you not a Mario Kart boy?
0: Um... I was, but I kind of different. I always though. kind of felt like those were different things. Like cuz I played Balloon I Battle in
1: Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess I guess
0: Mario Kart I've always considered almost like it's own, like a kart racer and like a race and like a yeah. car game are like mm-hmm. almost two genres in my head. That's fair. Um yeah. The other was Persona Four. Kind of got me into JRPGs. I had the very mm-hmm. like cr- the very wrong opinion that I, I thought I like the weebs. that that like JRPGs <laughs> were just bad and outdated and stupid. And I was like, these games are wow. dumb, and I don't like them, and they're bad. And I made like a really dumb. I remember like I think like I wrote like a. a Blog post on like giant bomb about like why I thought mm. JRPGs were bad and, and it was then you got really in f- trouble and people then and, meant, and then people yeah. were really mad at me and like like I'm like I'm sure it was like extremely poorly written and I'd probably like slap that me in yeah. the past like, what are you talking <laughs> about you
1: idiot like, to up. be fair that's how I was until I played Tales of Symphonia like yeah. I only played Pokemon and I didn't want to play any JRPGs because I thought they were all so corny and then I played the corniest of all the JRPGs I and like, I was like this is good and then I I also think 6.
0: like I just kind of picked the wrong era where it's like I. I didn't I kind of miss like the the PS1 mm-hmm. SNES era, which is like the golden age of like yeah. that stuff. And so I kind of came in more like late PS2, like 360 era, which is like to be fair, pretty dire times for that genre. You had like Lost Odyssey and oh, so you had people Dragon doing wild
2: ideas like in that era. <laughs> wild ideas, but like I think
0: just none of them were like, I don't know. I was I was just too I was too stupid and I was like, this isn't Call of Duty and Gears of War, and like, you know. Uh, but then, like, Persona 4, I think what did it for me was, like, that shift to being about, like, where it's, like, oh, it's just kids in high school. And that, like, that setting really drew me in where I was, like, oh, this is different and it's mm-hmm. not some, like, weird fantasy bullshit that I don't understand with, like, and then it it's a very having, approachable JRPG. It's a very approachable JRPG. And then it's, like, really colorful and poppy. And then I thought, like, the turn-based combat has, like, this like, fast-paced snap to it that, like, other combat systems mm-hmm. were, like, so slow. Like, I remember trying to play Lost Odyssey, Um and I know a lot of people like that game, and part of me is like, man, I should go back and give it a shot. But I remember it just, like, having a very, like, traditional, very slow-paced kind of, like, mm-hmm. combat to it that's just like, okay, I'm gonna hit the button, and then he's gonna slowly <laughs> go up and do his attack, and he's gonna go back, and but then like Persona was, there's just like pssst, like everything's just like moving so fast, and like Five even more so, and mm-hmm. and so I think those games just like that that got me into that genre, and I have since gone back and played other art JRPGs, and you know like I've talked about I mm-hmm. like played Final Fantasy IX recently, and I think that game's an absolute masterpiece and one of my favorite games, and so it's like that game definitely like set me on the path to realize oh i was wrong mm-hmm. for thinking this whole genre was dumb and bad and old um just just some of the time you know they can't all be winners <laughs> <That's true.
1: laughs> uh speaking of like that era of jrpgs did, did either of you play enchanted arms that good old from software game that was mm-hmm. exclusive to xbox for a
0: bit no i've okay. heard of it but i've never played it
1: I got it when I was a kid and I was like, what the fuck is this game? I do not understand this at all. But I've been curious about that game ever since. And I've been thinking about giving it another shot because it, I mean, now I'm more interested because it's from Software. Right. You know, at the yeah. time I didn't know what that meant, and at the time no one really knew what that I was meant. At right? the time, like, it didn't really mean much. Of it didn't anything. mean <laughs> it mean a whole lot. I got it because <laughs> I remember being really into Tales of Symphonia, and I saw that, and I was like, "Well, this might be the best bet right now on Xbox to have something like that." And I played it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?"
0: <laughs> from Software is a very unique developer. I feel like where. Uh, they have been around for a very long time and have a very eclectic library of games yeah. that are just all cookies over the place. Cookies and Cream. I played a lot of Cookies and Cream yeah, as co- a kid as well. Cookies and Cream. You know, uh, the Kingsfield games, like uh, the uh, Tenchu Z, which is yeah. terrible. Like Played that as well.
2: Makes you really th- wonder what would have happened had Dark souls not taken off. Like they've right? just been kept been like, we're just gonna keep trying ideas until yes. like, <laughs>
1: keep making armored core and then we'll try these
0: random ideas. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like where they are now and where they were for so long is so different. And it makes for like to be honest, like perfect like youtuber channel fodder where it's like (laughs) i'm gonna go back and play this like old from software game that Mm -hmm. you probably actually don't want to play but it's fun to watch a video about (laughs) it like i don't i don't actually want to go back and play kingsfield but i'll go watch iron pineapple talk about it because it's fun like you know (laughs) jacob mccourt is here to say cookies and cream good game okay i haven't played it
1: i'll take your word it's it's so the weird thing about it is that it's co-op but you share a controller Oh. So okay. I control cookies on the left, cream is on the right, I think, and then you share the controller. So like I use the right stick to control. My oh, so character. it's like two brothers. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh. it's it's it's, it's kind of like that. It was really hard, which makes sense. I mean, I don't know sure. if it was actually really hard or it was just me as a kid <laughs> playing by myself because I didn't have any siblings and like oh, so yeah. it was like I thought I was getting just a PS2 platformer with some 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 colorful characters and I did not get that. And I was like, what the <laughs> hell am I playing? <laughs> <laughs> ah, makes sense. <laughs> got it at Costco in the video game section. Hell was on yeah. sale. Oh,
0: man, dude. Yeah, yeah Costco. Probably had,
1: probably had a Costco dog. After, no, I had pizza. I definitely a pizza. After, oh, yeah. so I always get the pizza there. Dude. Costco, the Costco PC section. That was my childhood. Um, anything else? We kind of got off topic, but any other genres worth touching on before we wrap ah. this thing up?
2: Yeah, I feel like me. sports and racers are the big ones That's the where big people ones. are it's like, hi, I don't really like this.
1: fighting games. Because, like, I, apart from Smash, I was not into fighting games, so I played Soul Calibur 2. And now I'm like, I have an interesting relationship where yeah. fighting games, where I will play almost all of them for like 20 or 30
2: minutes. And I'll be
0: like, okay, I, I will say like, for me, it was
2: Injustice and Justice 2. Just Justice 2, I was, got like, quite they were it. very approachable fighting games, yeah. they lacked the like, memorization needed to play something yeah. like Mortal Kombat I think you Street just Fight.
0: need the right game with the right approachability and then the right like IP or characters that mm-hmm. like you care about yeah. like Injustice or for me it was again Persona 4 Arena the fighting mm-hmm. game because yeah. I was like I love Persona they're making a fighting game where I sure. can that sounds great and then I like I it, that game's also super simple because it's a four button fighter where one button just literally does an auto combo so it's mm-hmm. meant to be super approachable so kind of the same thing as Injustice yeah. where it's like yeah like you just need that right game with that right like Franchise.
1: It was Soul Calibur for me. It was Link. It was Link being in Soul Calibur Two sure. yeah. and I was like, I wanna, I wanna hit, I wanna play as Link. And then I ended up getting on Xbox Two because I think Spawn is in it. Yes. And I was uh, like, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I want, I want to <laughs> play as Spawn. Yeah. Anyway, that's been episode one hundred and sixty-five of Gamespot After Dark. Thank you so much for tuning in. We've got a few housekeeping things we want to uh, address. We probably should have done it up front, but I think the big one is that. We might be taking... We're trying to figure out what to do with the video version of GameSpot After Dark. We're still going to do it live, correct?
0: Yep, we're still doing it live. That's not changing. Um, However, we may not put it on YouTube. We're not, we're, we might not be archiving them on YouTube for now, just because um, they get very small numbers. The people who do watch on YouTube, I, I see you and I appreciate you, but it's the the returns we're getting on them are pretty small. So it's just more like, is it really worth our time to... like? be archiving these on youtube um if people really want it i might mess with like streaming it also on youtube and maybe that would be better Mm. um but for now i think just we're better off um finding other avenues of of putting it like i the our our current system with our youtube channel like just kind of doesn't really make sense um but yeah still gonna be doing it live here on on twitch um which, by the way, is, we don't say this enough for the audio listeners, but if you do want to like listen to it live, we do stream every Thursday at 3, 3, PM, 3, 3 Pacific. p.m. Pacific time. We'll try and say that more often in the podcast to get people <laughs> to come in. should probably do it early on. Probably do it early on, do it at the end. But, um, but, yeah, but yeah, it's just that. Um, I mean, if you always want to watch the archive, like it, it'll still be up on Twitch. But yeah, I think at least for the moment, we might hold off on archiving of them on YouTube uh, just because yeah. of the numbers. We're we're exploring other
1: places like other ways we could still get it on YouTube in the future, maybe. But uh for right now, especially with everything going on, taking a little taking a break on YouTube on that front, but obviously you'll still be able to find it on the podcast service of your choice and uh Twitch hmm? and all that and all that
0: stuff. But anyway, John Luke, anything yeah. you want to plug before we get out of here? Um not really. Working on a bunch of stuff that I can't talk about and probably unfortunately, still won't be able to talk about even as of next yep. week. Yep. Um, but, but it's coming soon. It's coming. It's coming. It's going to be cool. I so. am
2: literally in the same boat as John. Yes. Like, we yeah. are covering the exact same thing. Yeah, me things. and
0: Jordan have been, been covering <laughs> some of the same games. So when that stuff does happen, it'll be exciting.
2: Well, yeah. it, Is that it, same for you then? Yeah, you it, it, like, I have stuff coming. Like, just be on the, <laughs> be on the lookout for that. But, like... I can't say what it is. I can't say when it'll be there, but like I swear GameSpot is paying me to actually do something and yeah. something is happening.
1: <laughs> uh yes, Embargo season, Jacob McCourt, lots of embargoes. Mm-hmm. Uh I have a video hopefully coming out this weekend or tomorrow about Pokemon.
2: Just nice. Back just, on the Pokemon beat.
1: Just big changes coming to Scarlet and Violet after that trailer. Some 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 good stuff. When's so that game said? hidden? November 18th. So not this month, thankfully. Soon though. But soon, yes. There's not enough time. Nope. <laughs> there is not. Anyway, we will see you all next week. Thank you, as always, for stopping by. Rate and review us on Spotify, iTunes, whatever it might be. If you're going to give it a five stars. If not, don't do it.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.